silence lay steadily against the wood and stone of Hill House. But but not here because it's a podcast. We have to talk. I thought that yeah. like 15 minutes ago and I was like, that's good. Can you repeat it again? Silence lay steadily against the wood and stone of Hill House. Mm. Who, uh, wood. Who, said, who said that? Sorry. Who said that? It's a quote from the... In this movie, it starts the narration, <laughs> which I think is uh, the Eleanor character, the Nell character, if you will. Uh, this is Halloweeners, a horror movie podcast. I'm Kira. I'm Cody. And we are talking about... The Haunting. The Haunting. I almost said The Haunting of Hill House, like an idiot, but no. I almost said A Haunting. No, The. Which I think was a show on Travel Channel. <gasps> And they'd be like, here's a spooky story, and we have reenactments about ghosts. Travel Channel. Just like this. The unsung heroes of... Ghost media. TV hero... <laughs> or, uh, TV Halloween programming. Uh, right. Freeform gets a lot of... Slash ABC Family, RIP. Yeah. Mm. Gets a lot of, like, Rick Hug. But let's, like, throw some alcohol on the ground for on the Travel ground? Channel. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, uh, um, The Haunting, 1963, black and white. We have Russ Hamlin. We do. And that's the only person I recognize. Okay, so the lead, Eleanor, is played by Julie Harris, who, until Audra McDonald came along, held the record for the most Tony wins by one person. Um, oh shit. Wait, so what shows was she in? A bunch of plays in the 50s and 60s. I can see that. Let me, let me see. Let me pull them up. Just for fun. Yeah, girl. She was in nothing I've heard of. So. <laughs> and the suspense was killing me. Yeah. Uh, damn. Okay, but that's cool. So we have some some prestige, uh, <laughs> prestige, and uh, I don't recognize the other actors, nope. but not important. They don't have names. So this is based on the book, The Haunting of Hill House, by Shirley Jackson, which famously also was made into a Netflix show last year, which we've talked about it before. Divine. Fantastic. Divine, like, truly fan- I think it's the best thing Netflix has ever done. It's very easily. good. <clears throat> it's like very cough. good. I, call- I coughed. Um, no, it's, it's, I remember it brings up a lot of feelings. And now watching this movie, I, I'm like, okay, gotcha. This is just... She's got a theme. And that theme is mental, mental sanity. Health. Health. Right. Because it, it seems like they took just certain parts and aspects of the original story and like crafted mm. the Netflix show in an interesting way around it. Yeah. Like the family in the Netflix show is the cranes and in the haunting and the haunting of the Hill House, the haunting of Hill House book, the cranes were the family that built the house in like the 1800s. Yes. So what they're doing is like the Netflix show is like eschewing the paranormal investigation storyline in favor of like a modern exploration of the family. Whereas this and the original mm. book are about, like, people trying to figure out what the fuck is up with this house. Yeah, I liked seeing what they, like, picked and choose for the um, series based off of what we saw in the movie. And that it's seeing that it... Because as it says, as they say in the beginning of the movie, we hear uh, Nellie's intro and she mentions, like, it stood for 90 years, it's going to stand for another. And so I like with the series, it explores, like, the, you know, the generations and... yeah. Uh, and even like takes yeah. really specific aspects, like the spiral staircase oh, yeah, in the yeah. library, and the like statue in that greenhouse garden area, oh. and uh, Nelly twirling around, twirling around. Um, Theo being a lesbian, a lesbian who says the realest shit though, which is oh. fun, fun to watch unfold. 
She has the... Yeah, no, she knows what she's talking about. Um, <laughs> yeah. She wasn't giving Russ Tamlin any shit. Right, okay, so the reason... Part of the reason I've wanted to watch this, besides just being kind of like a well-renowned horror film, is that it is known for having, like, subtextual queer themes. Yeah, oh my gosh, yeah, wow. It was very... Prominent. Yes. Aforementioned lesbians. Yeah, the lesbianism uh, that took place. Uh, yeah, so, like you're saying, there's a there's a lesbian uh, undertone to the character of Theo, mm-hmm. especially in her relations to the main character of Nell. There's a lot of implied stuff. There's a lot of... Ah, your uh, companion. Yeah, there's a lot of um, things not said. Mm. Like, there's mm-hmm. a scene where... They're talking about their home lives, and Theo's like, yeah, we love, you know, getting furniture and fixing it up. We love fixing things. And Nell goes, oh, I didn't know you were married. And Theo goes, I'm not. And they're just kind of like <laughs> looking at each other. like <laughs> Because if she was living with, like, a boyfriend, she, right, right. first of all, that is, back then was a no-no, I imagine. Well, that's true, because you can't be fucking if you're not married. <laughs> you can't be fucking without a ring. And so stupid. So, but even if it was a boyfriend, I'm sure she would have been like, oh, we're not married yet. But the oh, fact that she was, show. like, just silent. Nope. I'm not. Because you fucking straights won't let me. <laughs> ah! Yeah, do you think she just, like, lives her alone and does her own thing? Theo? Yeah. No, I think she lives with a, with a female lover. Oh, because she said we? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't catch that. Yeah. Gotcha. So the idea is like, it's not like, oh, the, the the second person that she's talking about is definitely not a boyfriend because like we said, not allowed back then. And gotcha. also she would probably just say, no, we're not married yet. Or we're engaged or something. Or she but built a robot. the fact that robot. she says no, it's like, I like women. I like, which is, okay. Interesting. Okay. And also, they literally shared a room, and mm-hmm. there was a dynamic there, and like, yeah, it was very, it was very obvious at times, which I was surprised to see in a movie in nineteen sixty three, yeah. and then that it wasn't like ever really a time for like damnation. I mean, Nell does say at one point that Theo is wicked, and I don't know if that was implying like, oh, because I know that you're gay, and like that to me is wicked, or because. Quantum, you know, Theo could be conceived as being a bitch. Yeah. So I wasn't sure which she way she also meant. calls Theo uh, a mistake of nature. Yes, yeah. Which is which, like. Wait, wait, what? You don't just call somebody that, like, <laughs> out of, I mean, without, like, any sort of context. Uh, but yeah, they, yeah, they, they share a room at one point, and Theo, like, is getting Nell drunk and, like, right. talking mm-hmm. to her. At one point, there's just, like, a bunch of little stuff. Like, Nell's like, do you want me to do your hair for you? Just <laughs> a lot of, like, um, like huddling together and stuff. Yeah, when, like, Theo's scared, there's a lot of, a lot of grabbing. Yeah, and I was reading, apparently the like censors wanted them to, like, not touch at all, because they were onto the themes of oh lesbianism. And they got away with a good <laughs> amount of touching, so... I swear to God, if there's lesbians in this movie, we will tear this movie apart. And but if you don't know what you're looking for, you won't see it. You know what I mean? Right. Because they're just a couple of gal they could pals. Some gal pals. <laughs> they're roomies. Right. They just share a bed. They just shared a bed for the last thirty years of their lives. I just saw something that online, and it was like a meme of a post of a post of a meme or whatever, and it was like someone being like, "My uncle just." didn't understand it when he finally realized his like sister and her roommate of 30 years lived in a one bedroom apartment or something you know i was like well i don't get it she can't sleep on the couch she's too old it's 
Uh, uh, uh. Just vigorously nodding. <laughs> <laughs> nodding until yes. your neck becomes unhinged and fall, your head falls off. Um, and also, um, at one point in the movie, they, um, before we kind of, I guess, yeah. talk through it, there's uh, the scene where it's Rust Hamlin, pl- who plays Luke, and he is sitting with uh, Nell and Theo, and they're talking about what they're afraid of, and Nell, of course, is like, well, I'm afraid of being alone and no one loving me, which is, like, her whole... Um, Yikes. <laughs> her whole MO, um, which I'm not mocking. It's 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 very real. Um, and Theo says, I'm afraid of knowing what I really want. <gasps> that lady. <laughs> Goddamn. Well, that's true. Look, I got scared. Sorry, um, Yeah, but basically that. And also it's ironic because it's like she can read everyone else's fucking mind and let them know what they want, but she can't tell Ooh. it to herself. Because that's the hardest thing to do! I wonder if it's more of a thing of, like, um, she knows what she is, but she doesn't like having to constrain her life around societies not letting her, you know? But either way, she's, like, you know, living a life that she would prefer not to live, not because of her sexuality, but because of society! (laughs) Every time we say society today, we're going to scream. Okay. Um... (laughs) Also, there was a scene that was in the original script that was cut out of the movie. I don't think they even filmed it. But it's, like, very obvious. It takes place at Theo's apartment, and it's very obvious that she is being left by her female lover. Oh. It's, like, Theo alone in the apartment, and on the mirror, written in lipstick, is, like, I hate you, or something like that. (laughs) And she's, like, calling out to her at the window. So it's like, it was written with the intention of that. And in the Uh, Netflix series, the character Theo is queer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, like, this character has a history of being uh, gay. Queer to some degree. Right, exactly. Um, Which just lends, like, a nice tension to her interactions with Nell. Mm -hmm. What is, what are your thoughts on this movie? What do you think it all means? Does it mean anything? What are your thoughts? So, I like this, I liked this movie. Mm Mm-hmm. It's very creative in the way that it is spooky and creepy without truly ever showing anything yeah. supernatural. Like, mm-hmm. not once. Uh, once. Mm-hmm. We see one thing. But it's not, like, an actual thing. It's the result of the thing. It's, like, the door being pushed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So that's scary. And I love things about it. Like, the art direction is so good. How the oh house is just covered in little busts yeah. and statues. So it's, like, the house is always watching to some degree. Because, mm, yeah. like, actual eyes that are part of the house are watching. And it kind of reflects, like, how in the Netflix series, they took that idea and they ran with it. Because in that, there's just, like, ghosts in the background of every scene. Mm-hmm. Which I love. So yeah. it's kind of like a more physical, literal version of that. Yeah. And the statues, like, change positions in the series as well. Oh, my God. It's like so good. Like, in the good. hallways. It's like, so good. <sighs> I got everybody. It really it. blew me away. I don't, And mm-hmm. I don't... I like Mike Flanagan, but I don't, like, love all his stuff, and I don't love most Netflix things. <laughs> it was the one thing I was like, no, you need to watch it to let everybody know. It's just, it was spoopy and fun, but also, like, made you think it was so, stuff. And so well-directed. And yeah, That one episode in the funeral good. home that's, like, long takes. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's, like, the one circular, uh, just going around, and it's, like, passing them, and then you see Nell's, like, you know, ghost just, like, chilling there. So good. It's great. Go watch it and go cry. Yeah. On a pumpkin. Like all that. Okay. <laughs> I like all that. Yeah. As to what it's saying, I know the director and the screenwriter really took the story and wanted to make it into the idea of like somebody losing their mind in real time on the screen, essentially. Mm, mm-hmm. And like the paranormal stuff is just either exasperating that or if, or or a, or a result of that. Sure. 
But Shirley Jackson's story, and she's always said that, she's like, nah, it's a haunted house. Like, <laughs> it's just a haunted house. <laughs> so okay. I think the movie does an interesting job at, like, meeting those two ideas in the middle. Yeah, because for sure. Because we focus completely on the character of Nell. We're inside of her head. We mm-hmm. hear a lot of what she's thinking. And a lot of it is just, like, psychoanalyzing herself and, like, mm-hmm. thinking about what she wants in the scene and what she needs and what she's scared of. Yeah. And in the end, like, the house either possesses her and has her, like, want to be part of the house, or she loses her mind, and that's what she thinks needs to happen. In a similar way, that's explored on the Netflix show with the character Mm -hmm. of Nell, how they're like, oh, she killed herself. But, like, what we see, we learn that it was not that, not that simple. Yeah. And she does, in this series, she does hang herself in the same spot where the companion hangs themselves in this movie. Yes. Oh, and also in this film, they mentioned the Dudleys. No. Yes. No. Is it the Dudleys or the Dursleys? The caretaker. Is it the Dursleys or Harry Potter? <laughs> right, this is the Dudleys. Um, <laughs> it's very close. Because it's Dudley Dursley, right? In there. Yes. Okay. Considering the fact I haven't read these books yeah. in a while, and I only read the first four, that is impressive that I can remember that, but I can't remember what I did yesterday. Proud of you. So, thank you. Um, yes, and the Dudleys had a similar sort of rule where they left at yes. nightfall because they just couldn't the handle it. The caretakers didn't want to be there after dark. Um, after Dak, as she says. Because this is said Massachusetts. That was great. She was the only person with an accent. And they made her say dark like five times. Like She's like, I want to be very, very clear. I won't be here without the sun. Dark? Not doing it. Breakfast is at 10 a.m. You see the sun? I'm here. <laughs> see, you look outside, you see no sun? I'm gone. I, I'm not here. Guess I'm leaving. And then she was I'm like... Gone. They're, <laughs> Jesus and then there's a scene where she was like, breakfast is at 10. And they're like, yeah, I they're know, but we her. just saw a ghost. They're like, you have a breakfast is at 10. And they're like, right, but Eleanor's name is written on the wall. Breakfast is at 10. And they're like, just bring it out. Like, what I don't if, know what I you know. want us to say. What if that's just the way the actress is playing it? And like, the, it was originally written with the intention of being like, guys, breakfast is ready. I made you some pancakes. Can you please eat that? Or what if they only needed her to say it once, but they'd shot multiple takes and they just... To create drama, we're like, boop, 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 just gonna it cut that a very, in there. like, shockingly realistically directed dialogue scene for film back then. How they're yeah. all just, like, talking over each other, and they're like, yeah, 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 we hear you, we hear you. <laughs> Should we talk through the plot? Sure. Well, what did you think of the movie? I liked it, too, now knowing that Shirley Jackson, who wrote it, is like, nah, girl, it's a haunted house. It's kind of sad. But I enjoyed it, and I, and, like, now, on retrospect, I'm like, wow, I don't, what, uh, how how much was that, like, just her, and how much of that was the house, and so I'm, as a viewer, I'm excited to rewatch it, and I thought it was beautifully shot. Oh, yeah. Like, some shots I had, like, audible, like, reactions to, because, like, the lighting was really low at times, and so they were really dark, dense shadows, which created a lot of drama, um, and having such really great actors, you know, who could, like, you know, work that light. Yeah, the way they shot this was really cool. They... He used a uh, Robert Wise, the director who also made my favorite movie of all time. Robert that story. Genius, I should say. Robert's the Wise. What? <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> anyway, he shot this on a uh, anamorphic wide angle, whoa, wide angle lens. <laughs> but it was one that wasn't he on purpose. He chose a camera that was not like completely ready and rigged up to be used so it like caused natural distortions in the film so that's why sometimes things are like stretched or like weirdly out of focus or like there's like curvature to the edges of the screen Ooh. it just makes it a really like off-kilter looking movie and um there's shots like uh the outside of the house whenever they look up at the house mm-hmm. and the sky and the cloud behind it are like dark <laughs> that was because they used infrared film oh just all sorts of stuff like that love i really that. love the uh shot that's 
when Nell at the end is approaching the spiral staircase in the library, mm-hmm. the camera like glides <gasps> up the stairs. Yes. So what they did to shoot that yeah. was they built a rig on the railing of the staircase. So it goes around with it. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they attached like a really light camera to it, but they had it at the top and like pulled it down slowly uh, uh-huh. and then just reversed the film. Oh, interesting. And it looks awesome. Oh yeah, I guess it'd be easier to go down I guess, with the camera. Because right? like weight gravity. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> gravity. Heard of it? So like just tons of stuff like that that like the like I said, there's no physical depiction of a ghost except for the one scene where the door's being pushed. Mm. So good. So it relies a lot on the camera and especially the art direction, like sure. the, the way the house looks. And the sound too. To and the sound. That yeah. To great. get this uh scary feeling so it's really well done in that aspect and, and it's funny that it's, you know what else is funny uh no but what you were saying that it was all a little bit distorted and created different angles because they mention how or dr markway mentions that the house has like no square you know there's no like strong angles yes, like yeah. everything is like somewhat curved or a little bit off or you know a little bit um angular i guess so to speak but nothing is like this ain't some fucking suburbs house you'd find on you know Elm Street, baby. right? Uh, get it, right? Because that the 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 house being askew supposedly is what makes doors just open by themselves mm. or close by themselves, just stuff like that. So even if the house itself isn't haunted, like the architecture is in a haunted style. <laughs> <laughs> the architect you know? was feeling the spooky vibes. Um, cool. So yeah, we can run through the plot real fast. So we um, we learn of the Crane family who had this house the crane went through two different wives who died two very creepy deaths mm-hmm. and so he and he had a daughter named abigail crane and so she was young when he finally died and you know we learned that she grew up and got old and was yeah, bedridden never left, the house. never left the damn room which her room had written on the walls children will suffer children will I think suffer. suffer the little children suffer little li- 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 hold on, i wrote it down because i was like that can't be right all oh, right i did say suffer little children children will suffer children will suffer they are suffering here uh yeah children suffer little children at least twice and we later see also that above the nursery uh her room this old woman's room it says honor thy father and thy mother mm-hmm. which is also repeated in another book anyway so right the they old found, woman like, a spooky bible with like really weird paintings and stuff in it spooky bible is a great spooky bible. great album name or just band name altogether then um so we learn that you know she she becomes bedridden she has a companion that helps her out she dies and the companion is like off getting fingered somewhere yeah the com- it really is like they were canoodling or something like that <laughs> canoodling. Well, she was like playing with the farmhand or something like the that. farmhand was playing her nipples like a radio Radio dial, you know. No, I am kidding. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> just for Mama number, number five coming out. <laughs> oh my god! I heard <laughs> God in heaven. So then the old lady dies, and then that companion also is in the house all alone for some reason, and she then hangs herself. Um, and that's like the preface to the story. And so the house is haunted also wait real quickie is this the same is it the same set that they used for the show or is it obviously they just took a lot of inspiration from it because obviously there's a lot of similarities yeah it's its own thing they the okay. outside was an actual house oh, shit. but the inside was all they built on a soundstage cute yeah soundstage mm-hmm. great so we meet Nell, right is she the first 
We or no, do we well, meet Doctor Marquette? The doctor first. who's talking to the lady who owns the house, and she's like, right. "I'm not going there." Right, because it, it's now hers technically, <laughs> just like by. You know, people, and um, <laughs> the doctor, mm, Mark way, Mark way, right? Not George lane, but Mark way like lane, like the street, not lane, like nightmare on Elm street. Okay. Good night. I get it. <laughs> he is a paranormal investigator of some kind, some sort Hot. of whatever. Yeah. And he's like, I would love to take a look in that spooky old house. So he sends out letters to these people that he just like, he found their names in paranormal academic books and oh, mm-hmm. magazines and stuff. And he, he found them because they had an interaction in the past with the supernatural to some degree. Mm-hmm. So he sends out these letters. Only two people answer. How embarrassing. It's Theo. <laughs> six, right? Yeah. Uh, Theo, who... Or I think it was six were supposed to come, but they all canceled. And probably even more got well, letters. Was, yeah. Whatever it was. Somewhere around <laughs> yeah. six people were going to come. Going to come. Gonna. There's Theo, who has ESP. And there's Eleanor, which is called, who she's called Nell for short, mm-hmm. for some reason. You know. She, as a child, was, had a, a spirit, an experience with the poltergeist. Mm-hmm. So that's fun. Like, they were, like, throwing rocks at her house. And then the, <laughs> only, the other person that stays in the house with them is, his name is Luke. Mm-hmm. He is the nephew of the owner of the house. So, like, yeah, the assuming woman that he'll inherit it. Because the whole movie is like, oh, I'll put a, a... I'll put a nightclub in here. Yeah. In your own house. Grow up. <sighs> Grow up. Get over it. You're not going to want to do that in 40 years when you inherit this. Think about Rust this. Hamlin. Rusty Hamlin. Tam- rusty tambourine. So they stay in the house and basically a bunch of stuff starts happening. And just craziness ensues. But Almost I, I, exclusively to Nell, though. Mm-hmm. Like There's little things here and there that other people experience, but we never see it unless Nell is also seeing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is uh, one more aspect that's like, is she just losing it? Yeah. And nothing... There's no harm done. Like, no one is hurt. No one is, like... There, again, there's no, like, apparition, apparitions that are seen. It's just... She... Everyone is a little freaked out, but then they kind of move on after the events pass. Like, these little moments. But yeah. Nell just seems to get worse and worse in terms of, like, being nervous about what's going on. Like, she, well, I guess she's... I, I could say she's, like, nervous about what's going on. She's scared about every, like, bump and everything. But she starts to, like... Love it. Yeah, but eventually she's like, <laughs> I, love oh, I feel so at here. home here. I'm so happy. I'm not even scared. Right. She like eventually gets acquiesced into being all for this house <laughs> as, oh my a, God. as a place to stay. Here for it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't want to leave. Just more and more shit happens. Then there's like writing on the wall that says, help Eleanor come home and chalk. So she's realizing <laughs> yeah, that they, like she's called out. They find it in the hallway and both the Luke and the doctor character separately taste it. And they're like, chalk. Chalk. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, Stop eating yeah, what's on chalk. the wall. You don't have to taste it. No, I, I, I better keep checking. It's like, oh, yeah, <laughs> so okay. tasty. You licked the whole thing off. Yeah, and that happens. No one can explain it. Right, she becomes obsessed with the fact that the ghosts know her name. The house knows who she is. My name! Yeah. <laughs> because it's my name! <laughs> truly. But, I think, but she, like, loves... The attention a little bit. <laughs> she's like, at last, this is all for me. Well, she literally also, said she she's like, nothing ever happens to me. Like, yeah, she spent eleven years caring for her dying mother, who was apparently a nightmare, which sounds intense. <sighs> and she had just passed two months ago, so it's a fresh, fresh wound. Plus, she doesn't really have a place to live. She's staying with her sister on her right. couch. Uh, right, and they're like, so she's like, I'd love nice. to stay here, and I was like, 
Are you going you, you to pay rent? Like, you can't just live here. I, I guess it's care. just standing here anyway, and they're, like, just taking care of the house because they're rich. But, like, yeah, you gotta, you can't just be here. She isn't thinking clearly. <laughs> She's not well. She's screaming a lot. Yeah, but there's literally, like, every scene, uh, there's a ghostly situation or... Especially at night. Theo tells Nell some truth about Nell's self, and Nell gets mad at her. And so there's a lot of... If you understand what it's like to be the mm, proud owner of, like, depression, you can see the marks of it and the train... Like, the tr- um, the train of thought of it. Like, slowly the, like, caboose starts moving into yeah. the, out of the station and... You know, there's a lot of self doubt and thinking people are saying things but thinking the opposite, like thinking right. the worst intentions of everything. There's a it, lot of that exactly. in her voiceover that we hear. Everything is a personal attack to her, which right. Uh, I, want, I mean, which I at some points I was a little annoyed by as a viewer, but like <laughs> from the mindset, you know, it's that's some real shit though. Sorry, Shirley Jackson. I know it's supposed to be a haunted house, but. That's some depressed people, people shit. Depressed in haunted houses. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I guess she didn't specify that. <laughs> Which, of course, I like the idea that it is a haunted house and be a you know dealing with uh, the depression because right. I believe Just they kind of like, go hand in hand. Much like the Netflix series, right? Because yeah. That's the thing. It's like. They feed off each other. Exactly. And it's about, you know, uh, giving the writer wrong things, uh, not letting them conquer you, because obviously, you know, mental health is its own thing, but, like, Mm -hmm. inviting the spirits in or not. Mm -hmm. Even, I mean, callback, Nightmare on Elm Street, when What's-Your-Face... Nancy is like, I take back all the fucking energy I gave you. Yes. Freddie Mercury. <laughs> what? <laughs> Isn't Freddie Mercury in that movie? Uh, Freddie Krueger and, uh, you know, <laughs> it doesn't help, but it doesn't not help, I guess. <laughs> right. I mean, it, that's the thing. It's, and you can't, like, will yourself out of dep- depression. No, 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 obviously, of course. But, like, but in, it's in about, terms you know, of this giving reality. things... Uh, Wait and believing what's like actually true versus what your brain's telling you. Yeah, that all kind of which is there. real depression. But also, if you watch any like a show like a haunting on Travel Channel or any like show that's like apparently about intense ghost or supernatural or poltergeisty behavior, whether you believe it's real or not, a lot of it is people who are going through a lot of mental turmoil right. or they're like just going through a lot of stress and like they're already in like a somewhat negative mindset and that kind of exacerbates this whether it be demonic or poltergeisty uh, experiences or whatever it may be it's it's exacerbated by this by that mindset I, I i i can't speak on whether that shit's true or not but it is an interesting connection so oh and there are lots of like ghost puns they keep talking about like oh over my dead body right and he's like i do love spirits but they're talking about right. martinis oh my god like, okay. little martini glasses cute oh and also a lot of uh nell's dialogue is like when she first like comes in, she's like, "I belong here. I'm yeah. finally with people." It's just. But then it's she also looks at the house at one point, and she's like, "Vile, vile house." <laughs> and later she cute, she curses Hugh Crane to hell forever. She's like, oh, right. "This awful house, what you did to your daughter, damn you!" Right, which <laughs> and everybody's like, "Okay, what was that?" Oh yeah, because they found like a little. So they the, found this book, the spooky di- Bible, the spooky Bible, and there was like very intense like 
Yeah, it'd be, like, uh, it'd be like lust, and then it'd be like a woman getting like ripped apart by, by demons. Yeah, and it was like that was like a book for a child. <laughs> yeah, and it was like don't be lustful, don't don't you dare experiment. Love, love your mommy and daddy. Yeah, yeah, love thy father. You know, honor thy father, honor thy father. So yeah, there was obviously. I want to read the book. Did you read the book? Yeah, but I was eleven and stupid. Oh, so you probably okay. I read. I remember. I remember specifically. It was a book that was oh. tied into the because they have the same cover as the poster of. The 1999 remake of this movie, oh! starring Catherine Zeta-Jones, which is right. really bad. It's so bad. Oh, it's like horrible. Is there a ghost here? She's good at accents, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is she still dressed like uh, Val McKelly? Yeah, she enters in a split. <laughs> <laughs> she enter- she drags out. She's in this one on the floor. She jumps off the, <laughs> <laughs> jumps no! off the spiral staircase. Somersaults. She's fine. She's fine. She lives. Aww, Pregnant. That would be it. <laughs> Right, God bless. Just like in Chicago. Oh my, she's too scared though. Michael uh, Douglas has to come. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's true. Michael, come. Oh. Grab me your foot. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, I'm sorry to touch my foot. He's well. But essentially, uh, the, the movie, the plot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, yeah. It keeps sorry, just keep increasing, increasing. Eventually, like the ultimate ghost moment is when there's this uh, door in the library, and it kind of bulges it like breathes yeah, so, like inhales and breathes. exhales better, a little not bit bulges. but you could <laughs> say it bulges honey homosexual it does. <laughs> homosexual homosexual well, it does bulge out it's kind of like a big man just pressing up yeah it's like a, it's like the door's made of rubber which is how they filmed it and they just had a bunch of uh stage hands like push against it <laughs> yeah! which i love don't you just wish you could just go back to that just like they're all chain smoking That's they're all job. named fred yeah. oh my god and they worked that's all you needed to Pay for your they house. Know, what, what movie is this again? Ah. <laughs> some sort of ghost pick. <laughs> I got some more If your dad worked on this movie, or your grandpa, rather, let us know. Oh my god, that'd be so fun. I want to hear all the stories. So, the door here kind of reminds me of the doors in The Haunted Mansion. Have you done The Haunted Mansion in Disney World? I know of her. It's been a minute, though. <laughs> I've I remember heard the name. there's like... <laughs> There's faces no, and shit yes. everywhere. So I, I kind of feel very like reminiscent. But the, specifically, there's one hallway where there's a door that's like bulging out in the same way. It's called like the breathing door. They, oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you mean like on the right itself? Yes. Yeah, and yeah. I wonder if they gave it if the if the inspiration was from this movie. I don't know. Disney, Walter, you here? Whoa. Did you take it from? Well, when did Haunted Mansion come out? It was probably around the sixties. The, the ride, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it was uh, late 60s in Disneyland, and then it opened with the park when Disney World opened in 71. Oh, right, right. Okay, so probably not important. Let me double check. I mean, it is important. I'm, I'm curious. So oh! eventually, um, yeah. the wife of the doctor shows up, and she's like, that's right, he's married, ladies, oh. hands off. And <laughs> Now, more like, no. Now we're like, hell no. Okay, that's better. That's better. I like that. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I'll agree. Uh, yeah, the original Haunted Mansion in Disneyland opened in 69. And, uh, oh, that means it's um, 50 years old this year. Damn. Damn, girl. Looking good. Oh, she's so old. Okay. And <laughs> <laughs> so the wife shows up and the, the Nell makes a comment about, like, put her in the nursery. Because I think she's a little mad that the doctor didn't reveal that he was married. Because they she he and Nell, like, were a little bit flirty. Yeah. Yeah, he's trying to take care of her. Yeah. Yep. Keep her safe and warm. It's a big house. Yep. And so the the wife is like, you know what? Maybe the fuck I will. I'm going to stay in the goddamn nursery. Fine. Yeah. You think, Cause it, the, husband, you say this shit's all real? You got to do all this work on paranormal? I want to see if it's real. Because the wife doesn't really believe in it, it seems no, like. No, she's got a strong outfit on. The nursery, which is the room where uh, Abigail Crane mm-hmm. died, like we said. 
And it has not been opened the whole time they've been in the house, our four nice. friends. And the door, in fact, won't open. They need a key. And there's, like, a cold air coming out from uh, it. Weird. So they're a little scared of that room. So uh, Nell is immediately like, okay, 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 JK, 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 don't, don't, please don't stay in the room. I was kidding, I was kidding. Ha-ha. Well, they go up there and the doors are open. Yes. And they couldn't. So she's like, well, I'm going to go in then. Yeah, oh, how convenient. Thanks, whoever opened these doors for me. So nighttime comes. We've been hearing a lot of uh, banging and, like, walking around outside the doors every mm-hmm. night at this point. And this time, they're all sleeping in the parlor downstairs, and it's, like, yes. the loudest it's ever been tonight. Mm-hmm. So they go upstairs, can't find the wife. And it's and they make notice early in the movie that it's, like, the house tries to, like, maneuver them so they're separated to a certain degree. So, yes. like, Dr. Markway, Nell, and Theo are downstairs, and Grace is in the room, up all the way up in the nursery upstairs, yeah, and Luke, Luke was supposed eventually. to help, like, keep watch, right? And then, so Luke goes downstairs for a drink, and that's when they get the door gets closed in on them in the room and like they hear the pounding. So it's kind of like yeah. they needed to be away yeah. from grace to make it more scary. There's also a lot of often comments about like, it's like a maze and like, I keep getting lost mm. in here and like maybe the house is maneuvering some yeah. walls and doors around. Right. Yeah. Cause they're even, uh, the poster is, uh, has a picture of a maze for the movie. Oh, cool. So, yeah, they're really Look trying to give us the idea of, like, you will get lost in this house. Yeah. And the house can consume you. Yeah, and then cut to later for a quick second when we do find Grace. She's like, oh, my God, I was looking for your room and I got lost. It was like the house was Right, she's like, I ended up in the attic. I don't know how that's possible. And then I ended up outside? Like, the <laughs> house was putting her where they needed her at the moment when and they wanted her there. What if it's, like, you know when you're on Google Maps on your computer and you can, like, mo- drag the little, like, person on the map? Yes. What if it comes like that, where it's, like, you know, she gets thrown? Oh, yes, I'm now. <laughs> uh, so she goes to sleep in there. They, 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 um, they hear the banging. The they can't breathes. find her. Is this when the door breathes? This is when the door breaks. Okay. You're right. And then that's when Russ Tamblin, who I think was like the last, he was the only one who was like, I don't really believe in this shit. Right. Because at that point he goes like, I'll give you the house for cheap doctor when the, <laughs> when the door's breathing. Cause that's like the first like thing he's seen with his own eyes. Right. Although they did potentially see a dog before. I mean, they don't have no reason to believe it wasn't right. real. They don't know. And he finds the writing, but he's very much like, Ow. Which, that it. was a thing in the show, too. There was, like, yep. remember there was, like, the wallpaper? Was, yes, I do. Very good. Right, so Nell is, like, I don't know. She's just not having a good day. So she decides to go up the fucking spiral staircase in the library, and it right, starts shaking, shaking, shaking. I'll shaking. be here forever. This is, the house wants me. It needs right. me. Right, right. That's so when she, she starts saying that. So she gets this idea that. that, like, the house demands somebody. Well, yeah, which, I mean, um, I don't know. So she goes up the spiral staircase. The doctor follows her up, which is so stupid because it's like rattling and like wants to fall down. It's literally coming out of the wall. Right. They make it to the top of the staircase and she like seemingly like snaps out of her whatever. Mm-hmm. He like strokes her face. It's gross. Ugh, yeah. But the wife of the doctor then pops out of the wall and is like, ah. It was like a trap door thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Her eyes yeah. are wide open. Her face is dirty. She's clearly <laughs> been having a fun night. Yeah. Well, then first, but first, like, Nell did that thing, which she did on the outdoor balcony before, where, like, she, like, leans all the way back. Yeah. And she did that again at the top of the stairs, and he was like, what the fuck are you doing? She's like, here I go. Should I 
should I go backwards? Like, no, no, yeah, no, like, don't do bad? that. And then her face popped out and then what Nell was faints. it? And then Nell that's when they're right. like, you got to go now. So they put her in her car right. and uh, Nell speeds off before they're able to get in the car with her. Yeah. And because she's, and, before, she's, and they're like, oh, right. We got to unlock the gate. Too. Right. So like they know she's not going anywhere when she drives off. Exactly. She's obsessed with the idea now that the house wants her mm-hmm. and because it couldn't have her, it has now taken the doctor's wife. Great. So he's like, um, I have to get she my, took my place. Basically, she ends up crashing her car because she sees the doctor's wife on the grounds and it scares her. Mm-hmm. But when they investigate, oh, and she dies. And when they <laughs> investigate the car, there, she's like, the the wife is like, nah, she saw me just as she crashed the car. Like, she was going to crash the car either way. Yeah. When, yeah, when she's driving, she's like, oh, um, you know. I was replaced. It's just very... It's depressive thoughts. Yeah. And also, she, like, seems to think, like, the car is moving itself, and we're not sure if it is. Right. And she's... I it's think ambiguous. she says it'll stop. But and also, she... It's... Exactly. And it is ambiguous because she, like, is scared. She's telling it to stop. But she's also, like, saying how much she wants to be a part of the house. And it's, like, it wants exactly. her. It's just... It's sad. So, yeah, that's the movie, and then it ends. It's a sad ending. You're right. But it was so fascinating. I really want to watch it again. There's just a lot of layers to it, and a lot of layers to her nails. Like, just her thought process. She, like, couldn't go in the library before, earlier in the movie. She's like, it smells, like, terrible. Right, and you're right. She's too afraid to go in there, and then she could, and she was, like, right, happy that she... Is. Yeah. And she was, like, happy that she, like, could muster the strength to do it. So it was just kind of... There's just a lot of ways you could dig deep about this and what it says about depression and depressive thoughts and suicidal ideation and suicide altogether. And it's just, if you have a couple hours to kill and you want to pick it apart, there's there's a lot to do. There's a lot of yep. uh, things that she says and does that uh, really adds to that theory. Similarly, the house was built by Hugh Crane, mm-hmm. according to the doctor, in a manner that like reflected his like misanthropic like mind. Mm. So that's why it's like built like quote unquote wrong like the the angles are incorrect and everything and it's very much like this is what it looks like it's at my head in a way Ooh, it's kind of like what they're implying yeah, there's so much shit yeah which is funny because i remember i used to have a lot of dreams not like i would have a lot of like th- dreams when i was a kid where like i would be like closing a door but the door frame would be too big and there'd be like a uh-huh. huge space in between like the door and the frame huh interesting just like a uh, uh, just like a passing a sim- symbolism thought. of Non-alignment. Yeah. Probably. Look it up, psychologist. Oh, uh, yeah. I just remember that there was another line that she says. She It's one of her voiceovers, so it's her thoughts now. And she says, I know, I, I it's okay. I, I now know where I'm going. Which, like, for the first half of the movie, she's very like, oh, I'm so lost. I'm so sad, this and that. And so she goes, I know where I'm going. I'm disappearing inch by inch into this house. So, Ooh. like, she loves it. Like, it's kind of like, I don't know what to be. I don't know where to go. So I may as well just, like, kill myself because it's like that's something to be and somewhere to go right and i guess she imagines maybe if she ends it in the house she'll be a spirit i don't know exactly i don't know if she's because we're not meant to like know everything exactly that she's thinking even though we're hearing her voiceover a lot which is interesting at least that's my interpretation of it is her thinking well at least i'll always be here so that's 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 a cool spot to be at I also liked how many mirrors there were in the house. Yeah, there's a lot of shots. I'm yeah. like, I don't know how we're not seeing the camera right now. Yeah, there was one shot where she ran into a mirror, but yeah. it was shot from the. It was a shot was of the mirror's reflection, and she was running like straight down the hallway at it. It's crazy. Some crazy angle trickery, I'm sure, because I couldn't Almost just like digitally ghost. erase it. Obviously, yeah. Oh. oh, I loved the scene where 
Nell and Theo have uh, are sleeping together, literally. Like, they're sleeping in the mm-hmm. same room now because they're yeah. too scared to sleep apart. And uh, Nell hears the banging on the screen. They're screaming behind the wall Girl! this time. And it's, like, oh. coming from the nursery. And she hears, oh like, God. a baby. So she's like, what are they doing this baby? And it's dark. It looks like yes. she sees a face in the and wall. And Nell is, like, oh, Theo's, like, squeezing my hand. Don't, like, Theo, don't say anything. It knows me, but doesn't know your name yet. Nell screams to wake, to, like, stop the noises. Mm-hmm. And suddenly she, like, realizes she's not in Theo's room. She's on, like, a chase lounge in a different room? No, no, no. It's the same it's room. room? Okay. It's the same room. It's it's, cause it's Nell's room. Theo I had to sleep in there with her. Theo, I mean, I'm sorry. N- Theo's still in the bed. Nell is now in, like, a chaise lounge in the other right. room. And so so the person holding Nell's hand was not Theo. It was, like... Invisible! Who right. could it be? Because she's, like, on the chaise lounge, and she looks over, and her hand is just, like, floating off the edge there. Exactly. And it's, like, cupped, like she's holding a hand, but she's not. And that was great, too, because, like, it's from her point of view, you see, like, the wall, and it has this kind of, like, intricate, almost, like, tree-like pattern on it. And the way, yes. the sh- it, as it zooms in, you're like, oh, it kind of looks like the shape of, like, evil eyes. I and then face. the yeah. lights change, and the voices that she hears are getting more intense, and she's hearing, um, the you know, the baby crying, and it, it's sounding a little more uh, violent. And because the light has changed, the shadow has changed on the shapes, and it looks like it's, like, this wailing, really sad face. It's really cool. Yeah, it's... It's the the art direction in particular is really good. Yeah, I'm gonna have to rewatch this like right now. Oh, and even uh, even later, uh, just a line worth noting. I think it was like the absolute end. Nail has unfortunately passed. You know, she's hit the tree, and they're like, "Oh fuck, this is <laughs> this is a bummer." And uh, Doctor Markway's like, "Yeah, you know, well, her bedeviled mind just couldn't handle it. Not like saying like she couldn't handle like." Uh, she can handle the drama, but it's like there's just too much going on, man. And it's like that could be again d- bedeviled, meaning there's ghosts, or bedeviled, meaning depression. Right, like a an evil spirit in a way, which is like yeah. I'm sure how it used to be <laughs> exactly. imagined. Essentially, H- exactly like historically, especially with sad women. Mm-hmm. Was it because she was sad and depressed and probably malnourished and assaulted and beaten all the time? You married her or was 15, it because a, a devil was possessing her, exactly, making her crazy yeah. and want to? You know, work with Seducer, plants. Her, put her name in the black book, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. <sighs> that was a fun talk. Yeah. <laughs> so Surely, yeah, though, I, it's a beautiful movie. Yeah, I'm sorry, and I'm I, I, off. again, watch it. Stay, uh, come for the queer theme. Stay for the good filmmaking. Yeah, truly. Um, and, you know, again, content warning. It's Of course. Yeah. She's sad. There's And, like, within the first scene, there's, like, depictions of, you know, uh, of, of, of suicide and such. So. And some of the movies were, like, the, the like just the general look of the movie in general is, like, depressing. Yeah. <laughs> it's all really shadowy and, like, claustrophobic. Very much so. And it didn't need to be in black and white. No, they didn't <laughs> have to. The movies <laughs> made before and after this were in color. Yeah. So, like, he, he chose to do that. But yeah, I, I I like the idea that it's it's nice to watch a movie starring like with with a coded lesbian character who like mm-hmm. they're not evil or like tricky and like they're not the ones that are like possessed because like something's wrong with their brain. Right. So yeah. It's just like it just is another level of tension between her and Nell that makes them like a, a an even closer bond. Yeah, and also uh, Theo's the only one who really says what's going on. Like, she just speaks the truth, I feel. Yes. Yeah, she's definitely a more enlightened in general. She she's also part of, like, shit. a younger generation, like, just by the way she dresses and stuff. Very, like, beat Very hip. A lot of pants. Very. All black. I she wears all black the entire movie. Yeah, it's Which fun. I love. She's cute. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was the haunting. Check it out. Oh, it's honey, good. It's haunting. It's really great. It's really beautiful. It's your classic. We'll try to post some pictures, but hell yeah. So this has been Halloweeners, a horror movie podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Halloweeners Pod. You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Letterboxd at Cody Monster ninety one. And uh, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Hey Kira Hey. Yeah, uh, listen to Apri Pompey's music on Spotify. He does our art. Nope, he doesn't do his artwork. Oh, he can paint, though. He could, though. <laughs> he does our music. He does mm-hmm. theme music. You can follow him on Instagram, Spotify, and Twitter at Apri Pompey. And you can follow follow Leah Patterson, who does our artwork at A Tender Witch. But they just released um, an article that they wrote, Leah Patterson did, uh, for Salty, which is a, like, queer feminist digital news source and she like wrote an article on like queer feminist comic book illustrations awesome so check that out because i saw salty post it or she posted it and i was like yes we can link to that cool yes yeah, so, uh, uh let us know what movies you're watching Please. tag us in your videos tag us in your instagram stories in your everything just tag us tag us tag us we just love it we love tag seeing it. it and um you know be sure to rate review subscribe and uh we are on Apple Podcasts, we are on Spotify, we're on SoundCloud, we are on Stitcher, we on we are on Google Play. Hell yeah. I got all five. Yay! I want a prize. So yeah, Your happy Halloween season and happy haunting. It's officially autumn! <laughs> Spooky, scary, say uh, yes to the dress. <laughs> say, say a prayer. Say a prayer. Say a prayer. Depression is bad, ghosts are fun. Oh, 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 oh.